Hello everybody, welcome back to the locker room. Um, so we're gonna talk about a few things that have happened throughout the NFL, which I feel like this is gonna change the game a lot for sure, in my opinion. First of all, let's talk players, right? Aaron Rodgers is a huge conversation coming in right now. Like, in my opinion, I see all this happening. We saw it um, last year with Aaron Rodgers. You know, his contract was about to finish, you know, and, um, you know, he he didn't really have a team to go for or anything. There's a couple of teams that were interesting in him. But then at the end of the day, Green Bay gave him the deal. And then we all saw, you know, how he didn't go to training camp or anything like that. So, you know, like, I feel like he still has... Uh, I still, I still feel that he's just not sure where he wants to go. I feel like he does want to go to San Francisco because he he wanted to get drafted there in the first place. Um, but I don't know. Like I've heard a lot of uh, right now that I'm hearing a lot of people um, from ESPN, like Fox and all that, like Fox Sports, all that stuff. You know, pretty much saying the the same things that they're like oh you know san francisco is like a uh would be like a really nice bet uh for him or like a, a nice place which i mean don't get me wrong i really do think it would be an amazing place for him because i mean you have demo Debo samuel who just came out of a monster season this year right i mean he wasn't like a receiver or a um um or a running back but i mean the way that that guy contributed to his team, I mean, he he deserves a lot of the credit of that team's success. I mean, George Kittle, I still believe he is the best tight end in the NFL we've seen. Um, not at the position so far, because I mean, we all know it's still not a new position. Like it's been around for a few years, but you know, it's not something. It's something that quarterbacks heavily rely on, right? Um. But yeah, like I honestly think if Aaron Rodgers were to go to San Francisco, I I honestly think, hey, go for it. You know, like you might actually be able to win a Super Bowl over there. Because here's the thing, right? If you look at the NFC West and how it is right there, you look at it and then you're thinking, well, the Rams, right? You know, I'm a Rams for myself. So I'm kind of looking at all this and I'm like, wait, like, what are we doing with our cap salary? Right, because I mean, don't get me wrong. A Super Bowl is nice, you know. Don't don't get me wrong. A Super Bowl, a Super Bowl win will be really nice, but um, you know, like they they gotta think about the future and everything, you know. And you know, lately we've been hearing that oh, Sean McVay might not be, um, um, could be potentially leaving. Could be his last season. Maybe he'll go into broadcasting. I think Sean McVay is one of the heavy as is one of the biggest offensive minds we've seen in the NFL. I mean, don't get me wrong, we've seen many others like, you know, we've seen Kyle Shanahan, you know, Matt LaFleur, right? Zach Taylor now with the Bengals. You know, a lot of good names out there, but one that has stood out and one that has stayed consistent throughout his career has been Sean McVay. If you really think about it, it makes sense. Um but then again, you know, going kind of going back on topic there, you know, um, you look at San Francisco, it's, it's the perfect scenario for a quarterback to go there. Cause if you think about it, you have 
of the you have a really decent run game, right? You have you have a nice running back that you picked out of the first round, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, he's been doing great. You know, he's he's been doing great lately. You know, um, he had like a franchise record with him uh, with the 49ers. I believe it was like uh, 952 rushing yards uh, this season, this past season. Um, so you know he he's done he's done a lot of good things. You know, Elijah Mitchell's done a lot of good things. But you know, one person that I would have loved to see a lot more of, I would have definitely loved to see more is George Kittle. Cause I mean, we all saw George Kittle. You know, when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl in 2020, right, against the Chiefs, and um, we all saw that. And, I mean, George Kittle, like, at that point, we were comparing him to, is he the best tight end ever to do it, right? Like, you know, is he the best to do it? And I think that he is the best at, at the moment because because of the situation that he's put in and, and the plays that he's able to make because, you know, just simply because of fact, because of everything he's able to do, you know, because, I mean, yeah, like catches and touchdowns and everything like that. But I mean, a huge part, if you're going to be a tight end, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you can't be afraid of the linebackers who are coming at you. You know, you can't be afraid of the defensive linemen that are like right up on the line of scrimmage with you, you know, and George Kittle is not afraid of that. He's not afraid of that. He's not afraid to go block that defensive lineman, you know, go make a play, right? Like he always says it says it on his post-game interviews, right? He's always like always a he's always the guy that's always talking about making the bigger play and making the better play, right? Making up for your mistake. He's always the one talking about that. That's why that's a mentality that you want coming out from a um, tight end, in my opinion, or any player, in my opinion, you know, I feel like if you have a player in your team that's thinking like that, oh, I'm going to make every single play, I'm going to make every single play, give him some shots, he'll, he'll impress you, you know, like, I mean, of course, everybody wants a football, right, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the 49ers are still a strong, a strong team. Now, here's the other thing, right? Here's the other scenario with the 49ers. This is why the 49ers turned down uh, potentially having Tom Brady in their team, right? Because when Tom Brady came into um, uh, into um, uh, free agency from New England, right? We all were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, what is going on, right? We're all thinking all this crazy stuff, right? And then he goes to Tampa Bay, right? We all saw that, right? He wins the Super Bowl in Tampa, right? Makes history again, right? It's Tom Brady. What do you expect, right? Um, but then, um, you know, again. But yeah, um, I I do notice that I'm getting a little bit off track here from the topic and everything. So I'll try and stay on it. But I mean, we all have to agree this season has just been insane, insane. I mean, a lot of players had a lot of um a lot of great seasons especially Jamar Chase I feel Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson we're going to be seeing them a lot next season but anyway going back to this whole Aaron Rodgers in San Francisco probably not going to happen cuz I think he's still going to stay in Green Bay um which you know I I like I like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay you know I like Matt LaFleur there I like the way that he runs his offense and everything and you know yeah, like Aaron Rodgers, you know, go, has a really good regular season, and then his and then his 
postseason if he even gets one it's just you know he wins one game maybe two and then he's out right so I think the question for Rodgers if you're gonna get him as a quarterback if you're if you're the 49ers or any team uh this year I think if you're gonna try and get Aaron Rodgers I think the question that you have to ask him or or something that he's gonna have to prove is I mean look there's no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it there's no doubt about it you know there's no doubt about that but if you can't win in the postseason, and you can't win Super Bowls for your team, right? Like people don't like people like championships, right? So you know, and Green Bay has been wanting a championship out of him for, I mean, they got one out of him, right? When he he was when he was in his prime, but after that, we didn't really, you know, we we've seen a lot of great games from him. Don't get me wrong, we've seen a lot of great games from him. You know, a lot of great comebacks and all that, you know. We call him Mr. Sunday Night for a reason, right? But at at the end of the day, I do think that these are going to be the last few seasons for Aaron Rodgers. So I don't think if a team were to sign him, so if you're a 49ers fan or any other fan and you're getting Aaron Rodgers or anything like that, be excited because, yes, he is a great quarterback, and yes, he will make great plays for you. Um, but just you know, don't, don't you know, don't be calling for a Super Bowl like the Cowboys do every single year. Um, you know, because we all know why the reason why the Cowboys can't win a Super Bowl. The reason why is Dak Dak Prescott's holding them back. You know, Jerry Jones is holding them back. The whole like just the whole front office of the Cowboys is just completely messed up. Like, it's just completely messed up. But that's another topic. But anyway, moving on to Tom Brady. I mean, look, GOAT retired. Is he really retired? I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Well, he is officially retired from the NFL. But I don't know. I have a feeling Brady is going to take maybe a year off from football. um, And potentially... um go try to come back um to the patriots i don't think so um even though bill bill belichick would literally do anything for tom brady i don't think we're going to be seeing that because i think bill belichick now knows that in this league that's developing with all these mobile quarterbacks like lamar jackson patrick mahomes josh allen joe burrow right um you have uh who else is there? Justin Herbert. Um, you know, you have a lot of a lot of young talent there, right? And like a lot of young talent that's coming up, right? You have Trey Lance who was taken in the first round, right? And here's the thing, right? Because I thought that when Jimmy Garoppolo in the beginning of the season and in the beginning of this season, when the forty ers didn't start off so hot, you know. And all that happened, and we're like, you know, the 49ers, yeah, they're not going to be the team this year. You know, yeah, they made a Super Bowl run about a year ago, but, you know, everybody was thinking that at the moment. At least I was, you know. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I just just think if you look at San Francisco, they're a really good team, but you just have to – you have to give them a quarterback because if you you can't give them a quarterback, how are you going to use Brandon Ayuk and all of them? But – 
Um, going back to Tom Brady, I do think maybe he's gonna take like a year off. Um, potentially come back. I mean, a lot of people want him broadcasting. I mean, who wouldn't want Tom Brady in in broadcasting? I mean, I, I honestly would not mind having him do broadcasting like Thursday nights or Monday nights or or Sunday nights or whatever the case may be. Like, you know, if he were to do it and, you know, Tom Brady, I know you might not be listening to this, but if you are, please consider it. If you don't want to play football, please consider that part at least. It'd be super cool to see, to hear you on TV for, you know, for a really long time. But anyway, speaking of your career that just ended, great career. Um, yeah, I mean, I just it shocked everybody. I mean, the fact that he retired, it shocked everybody. I didn't think, I thought the way that Brady was going to go out originally, you know, I mean, Brady is Brady because he's won a lot of games, right? Simply because of that, you know, I thought that he was going to, um, I thought he was going to, you know, maybe, you know, take a long vacation or whatever um, and come back next season, you know, with the Buccaneers fresh, you know? Um, and try and win another Super Bowl and finish his career that way. That's the way that I was, that I thought he was going to finish the season. I thought he was going to finish the season by simply, um, yeah, by, by simply winning a Super Bowl. And then he was going to announce his retirement pretty much like right then and there as soon as he won the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it didn't happen or it, it hasn't happened yet, you know. He's he can still play. He's proved it. He proved it last year, the year before that. I mean, pretty much every year he's proved that he can still play at a high level. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, Tom Brady gotta give you some props for that, uh, for that amazing career that you had with New England and your career with uh, the Buccaneers as well. So really great job. Um, but also. Um, you know, next season, you know, now, well, you know, most seasons, uh, Super Bowl's next week, right? This Sunday, I'm actually going to be going over there. Won't be really seeing my Rams play, but I'll be there for moral support, you know? Um, but I'm going to be working that event. So that'll be a really cool opportunity, uh, opportunity, uh, for me to, um, to be in. So I'm really excited about that, but you know, Super Bowl, that's what everybody's talking about, right? Like what each team has to do to win the Super Bowl. So here's the thing. Um I've I've I I've, I've liked the Bengals. Don't get me wrong. As a Rams fan, I've loved the Bengals. The the football that those that that the Bengals are playing, I mean, it's just it's incredible. Like you're looking Bengals fans, you're looking at a bright future right there. You got your guy, all you have to do is just give him some protection. Right? And Here's the thing, right? The Cincinnati Bengals have always been historically bad, right? But I don't know. Like, if if the Bengals were to lose the Super Bowl this year, they could be a strong contender next year only if they upgrade that offensive line and maybe make a couple new free agency moves. Uh, but some good ones that would fit their scheme. I don't really have a whole list of guys right now that would fit their scheme, but, you know, offensively, I think you're set, you know, you have Joe Mixon, uh, well, you're set, but you're not quite, I think you, you still need uh, a couple more weapons for Joe Burrow, if you really want him to succeed, 
um, like maybe like another, you know, a solid number two, you know, give him, a, give Joe Burrow a solid number two, you know, but I think Tyler Boyd has proved that enough and T Higgins. So I, I think with receivers, you're all set. You don't really need a whole lot there. However, with, um, you know, offensive line, defense and all of that, right? Um, you know, defense, you know, Von Bell, that was huge. The fact that the Bengals got Von Bell, that was huge, I feel like. I feel like that really opened up a lot of things in, in the secondary um, for the for the Bengals. Uh, so it really opened up their defense a lot, right? Um, but I do think that, you know, you do need that, like, solid, you know, linebacker, you know, you need you, you do need corners because you know Awuzie he's good. You know, um, Chidobia Awuzie he's he's you know he's he's decent. You know, he's he's not the best corner, but he's not the worst corner either. You know, he'll he'll make some plays for you eventually. Um, but you know, you, you do need. I feel like the Bengals do need uh, a, uh, some kind of uh, um, yeah some kind of corner um, and linebacker definitely. Um, and then also, you know, defense and offensive line are definitely going to be huge for the Bengals in the upcoming draft and in free agency um, once the Super Bowl is over. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, but other than that, I think the Bengals have a really bright future in Joe Burrow. So I'm really excited to see how that works out for the Bengals. Um, but, yeah, I'm super stoked for what they're doing over there, even though my Rams are going up against the Bengals um, in SoFi. Um, but, yeah, and then um, the Rams, here's the other thing, right? Because we all know the Rams really wanted the Super Bowl. I mean, I even knew that, you know. I think after we went to Super Bowl 53 with the Patriots um, and uh, with, the, with the Patriots and Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and all of them, right, um, you know, the 2018 Rams, don't get me wrong, they, they were a beast team. I mean, the defense was just unstoppable, right? That that 2018 defense was just incredible with Eric Weddle, you know, all these great guys. Um, um, but, yeah. Um, and then the other thing is um, I think the Rams should sign Odell Beckham as a um, – as just, just as a guy that can open up your – can open up the playbook for Sean McVay a little bit, you know, because I mean, yeah, Odell, he's not the same as he used to be before. Yeah, we all know he's he's getting up there and everything. But he, you know, if a player has fun, he'll make some plays for you. He'll he'll make some plays happen. He'll definitely make something happen. And you know, and right now he's he's playing like he's having fun. And I don't think, yeah, he's not playing as dominant as he used to be when he was in New York with Eli Manning, but. You know, he's, I think he's playing dominant in his own way, you know, like, I don't think he's dominant, like, oh, he's a number one, number two receiver in the league, right? You know, we, we, we still think of him as a number three all time, right? Or maybe not all time, but maybe with time and as the stats go up, maybe we'll see. But I, I do consider him a, a really a great receiver to ever do it. Um, I do consider him generational talent to the NFL uh, to really improve the NFL position. I mean, he is really the one who brought the one-handed catch into
into the NFL. Um, but yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and then another thing that uh, I think we need to talk about also is, um, you know, what they need to do offensively and defensively, these teams, right? I think um, if if the Bengals want to come out of SoFi, winning the Super Bowl, right, Joe Burrow, comeback player of the year, my that's my vote right there, comeback player of the year, 100%. Um, but if you're if you're Zach Taylor and the Bengals, I think um, they're you know you you have to get the ball at half. You have to get the ball at half. You the Bengals are clearly a second half team. Clearly a second half team. You know sometimes they do play really good in the opening drives. You know sometimes they do get an opening drive touchdown, an opening drive you know uh, interception or whatever the case may be. Like sometimes those things do happen for them, and we've seen them in different games and things like that. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, definitely feel like, um, definitely feel like the Bengals have to get the ball at halftime to get a chance just in case that they're trailing by half, uh, with, by the Rams. Um, and then, um, yeah. And then defensively, I think, uh, you know, if you really want to put pressure on, if you want to put pressure on Matthew Stafford, just give him pressure. Give him pressure, because if you give him pressure, that's how Matthew Stafford throws picks, and you know, and that's how. And I think I think Matthew Stafford has to prove himself in this one because he's proved himself the last couple of games, um, throughout the playoffs. But I think this one's the one that's gonna really. I think this is gonna be the one that's gonna be a little bit differently than the other ones that we've seen from him. I think in this one. Matthew Stafford's going to be a little bit more careful with the ball first because, I mean, it is his first Super Bowl Super Bowl there. It is his first Super Bowl of his career, right? Um, so, but, I mean, I I do think um, this Super Bowl is definitely going to be a very a, a, a high-score Super Bowl. I mean, maybe not like, you know, something crazy like, um, you know, you know, not like a blowout or anything, but you know, like I think it'll be, it'll, I think it'll definitely be a, a a tight game in the beginning of the game, and then it'll be a um, um, but yeah, I'm sorry guys, I'm just kind of playing some Call of Duty right now, I just kind of got bored, you know, um, but anyway, but yeah, I think the. The Bengals definitely have to. They they gotta take deep shots. I think because I look at the Rams secondary and it's really good. Don't get me wrong. That 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 it's dangerous. I mean, you have Jalen Ramsey, right? You have um, Eric Weddle there now. I mean, you had Jordan Fuller, but I mean, he he had that injury. Um, I believe it was in San Francisco. I think it was against the San Francisco game, um, like right before the playoffs. Um, so yeah, so I mean the Jordan Fuller, um, I wasn't too worried about that because when I did see Eric Weddle come in, I was kind of worried about the Eric Weddle because you know he hasn't been playing football for like three, like two years, you know, three four years. But you know he's he he he's still doing really good. You know he's not a top player because he hasn't played all season, but 
for the playoffs, I mean, he's he stepped up in a couple of things. You know, you know, he's helped out with tackles, helped out with coverage. You know, all that. I think he's doing. I think he's done a pretty decent job um, about that. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is that I think in the defense with the Rams, I think you're, you're going to have to watch out with the running game with Joe Mixon. Um, because Joe Mixon, you know, he's one of those running backs that once he gets going, he'll get going. You know, um, he'll have a rhythm there. You know, he'll be confident. Um, but, yeah, I do. Um, but, yeah, and then the other thing is um, I think – the thing with, I think everybody's looking for the the Jamar Chase Jalen Ramsey matchup, right? Everybody's looking for that. I'm excited for that matchup too. Do I do I expect all of the do I expect the Rams to do I expect Sean McVay to, um, you know, get uh just put Jalen Ramsey in man coverage with Jamar Chase every single play? No, I don't think so. Um. I th- because the thing is that Sean McVay is he's an offensive mind, but then the thing is that because he knows his off- offensive mind, I feel like he knows that you know if you just put on a receiver in man like almost every single play, or you have that same player just on him the entire time, right? He always figures something out, right? But then the other thing, uh, the receiver will always figures some something out like that, right? But then the other thing is this: if you're if you're Jalen Ramsey, you know. You kind of have to have respect for for the season that Jamar Chase has had, right? Not just because of the records he's broken and all all that, right? But then also because I mean, I mean he's just a great he's just a great player. I mean he's generational talent, you know. From from what we've seen this this season at least, I mean we have seen you know rookies who have done you know really really well, and then the next season they do sort of all right. And then they don't end up doing any good at all, you know. So we've seen that a lot. So I really hope that doesn't happen with Jamar Chase. I don't think that's the case with him. Um, but you know, again, we'll see in another two seasons what Jamar Chase really has to bring to the NFL. Um, but yeah, and then the other thing is, offensively for the Bengals, um, yeah, I think run the ball. You know, get your play action there. You know. Um, all that, because the thing is that I think Rams fans, you know, really, really hardcore Rams fans like myself, um, know that um, know that you know our linebackers positioning could be a little better, right? Because I mean, yeah, look, we have you know Ernest Jones, the rookie, who's done pretty decent. You know, he's done he's done all right. He hasn't done pretty bad. He hasn't done too great, you know, to call him the best, but he has, he's done some pretty decent stuff. He's, he's improved. I feel like I've, I've seen him improved, uh, improved game in and game out. Um, and then, um, you know, Troy Reader, I mean, I don't know what to say about him. Uh, cause you know, I like him. Um, has he been a real great linebacker? No. Has been has he been a decent linebacker? Yeah, if I could give him a grade, I'd give him a C plus. But that's just me being nice, you know. That's just that's just me being nice. Um, so I think if you're Troy Reader here, I think you definitely have to step up a little bit because I think if you're if you're the Rams and you're playing on defense, I think you know the run's coming. 
I think you know the run's coming. But at the end of the day, we all know that the Bengals, um, the Bengals offensive line, I mean, it's not the best. It's not the best offensive line, you know, in the NFL, you know, and 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 until they don't improve that, I think the Bengals are going to keep hurting themselves that way because they're not investing in Joe Burrow, right? Um, because, you know, it, it seems like they want him to be the guy. But, and, you know, and, and it looks that way. It looks like, you know, Joe Burrow is the guy to be, you know, to lead Cincinnati to Super Bowls and playoff games and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, you have to, you know, you have to give him, you have to give him some protection. You got to give him some offensive line. You know, don't just, don't just give him weapons. I mean, yeah, weapons are great. We all love the receivers. We all love the running backs, the tight ends, all of that, right? We all love that. We all love those positions, right? Because they make the big plays for us, right? But then again, to make those big plays happen, you need the offensive line. So, you know, Bengals, you know, if you're in your, if you're in the Bengals office right now and, you know, you're looking at the draft board, get yourself some tackles, get yourself, maybe not a new center. Like, I don't, I don't know. I can't really say much about the center because the offensive line has just been pretty bad just terrible all season you know um i mean is it, you know it's not the worst offensive line but it, it was it's the worst offensive line in the playoffs i think um that oh shit um but yeah um so you know and the other thing is that von miller and aaron donald are definitely gonna have to be the ones that are gonna have to show up here a little bit i think you know um, that San Francisco game, the playoff, the NFC Championship game um, against San Francisco. I mean, great game. That was that was a really fun game to watch. You know, it was kind of it was kind of in the beginning, kind of iffy. Wasn't really looking too good for the Rams, but then they made that comeback. I think that's what the Rams needed. I think that I think they needed to win against the Forty Niners because. Um, Everybody knew that the 49ers, they're meant for, the 49ers are a team that are meant for January. I feel like if the NFL was just a postseason thing, like, you know, you just did, you know, a whole thing for the postseason or whatever, I think they end up winning. I think they'd have a good chance of almost being contenders year in and year out. But, again, you do have to improve that. But, um... But yeah, um, what else? What else should I? Um, what else am I missing here? Um, but yeah, I mean, um, oh, head coaches. That's right. Um, that's another thing I was missing. Um, you know, Brian Flores. That was that was a shocker to everybody. I mean, I don't even know why he got fired. I don't even think he should have gotten fired at all. I think he was doing a great job with two. I mean. You know, from what we've seen come out through these past couple of days, you know, the whole thing that, you know, Brian Flores didn't really want Tua, you know, in the draft and shada, 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 yada, 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 right? Like, we all know that, um, you know, and I think because of that, you know, like, he got, he pretty much got fired because of that, right? And, you know, now that he's suing the NFL, you know, I think that's why, you know, if he wants to be a coach in the NFL, and there's still positions open for you to be a coach in the NFL. Don't don't just sue them yet. You know, like trust me, I do want to see more black black coaches in the NFL. 
um, because there's some. I think there 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 are some coaches that um, black coaches of um, that are they're coaching in college right now that could potentially make their move up to the NFL. So you know I do agree with with what Brian Flores is saying um, as far as you know um, that whole thing. But then again, you know um, I think he I think he kind of missed a chance there. I think he I think he kind of missed a chance in accusing too fast but you know i'm not really gonna say anything about that because you know it's it's his thing he has to deal with it i can have my opinion about it but anyway um but yeah i mean um the raiders you know got their head coach the offensive coordinator from the patriots um you know he's he's a king for settling for field goals okay so raiders fans I like you all. I I love you guys. I think you're really passionate for your team, even though your team was just complete. Like, oh, my God, what a mess. What a mess Vegas was this season. Like, as far as Henry Ruggs, Trayvon Morig, right, all of them. Like, I mean, that was just, like, insane. Insane. Hearing all that, right? Um, But, yeah, um... And then um, I think um, something else that um, um, but anyway um, so but I I do think the Raiders should have stuck with Vic Versace because uh, you know I think for a coach to be successful in the NFL you have to not only you have to believe in your players but you have to let them know that you believe in them you know you can't just expect them to make their great catches like they did you know in in high school or in college or you know in their or in their early stage of their career like you you can't just do that you know you can't just be like ah you know this guy's great he's going to make the catches no matter what right like you can't just expect that right out the bat right um, cause you know, if you don't have any confidence in your guy, you don't trust your guy, you know, whoever's, whether he's catching the run, uh, running the ball, throwing in, throwing the ball, whatever, whatever he's doing, right. You have to, you have to let him know every once in a while in practice, like, Hey, like, Hey man, like, you know, I know we were working on um, this earlier this week, but you know, you're in doing, you're really improving this like really, really well. So good job, you know. So you know, I think if you're a coach in the NFL and you know your team's not doing too good, you know, be 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 sort of like Dan Campbell's doing with the Lions, right? Be be you know, make sure that you tell him, hey, I believe in you guys, you know, like and and I think the way that he closed out his season, I think Detroit Detroit is gonna definitely not a contender yet. Definitely not a contender yet. I don't think they have enough talent for that. But I think they have enough. I think if if they had more talent, I feel like with the same confidence that they had with Dan Campbell last season, uh, I mean this past season, if they have it with him again this season, don't sleep on the Bengals. I mean, don't sleep on the Lions whenever you're playing against them because they could they could upset you. They could upset you. So be careful, right? Um, so, but, you know, again, they need more talent. So they need to be a lot more successful in the, in the draft perspective um, and in the free agency perspective too. 
um, they have to they have to be a little bit more aggressive about that. So, you know, but again, it's it's Detroit. So, you know, we, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen there. Um, but yeah, and then um, another one was Lovey Smith uh, from uh, um, from the Houston Texans, their defensive coordinator. Um, got um uh, got promoted to head coach um you know I don't really expect a whole lot from him I don't like what the Texans did here I think if you were the Texans here I don't know why your front office didn't even look at Brian Flores because if you look at Brian Flores and you give and you give him what he wants then you'll have a pretty good season you know, but then again, the Texans, you know, their whole their whole front office is just, it's just a mess. Like Texans, uh, like you, you better fix something quick, because I don't know how you guys went from being a playoff team to a two and four squad in within a season. Like how how does that happen? I mean, look, I get the whole Deshaun Watson off field problems and all that. Okay. Like I, I understand that, you know, I understand things like that happen. But you kinda have to have a backup plan. And the fact that they released DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt, you know, at first I was like, What? What 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 is going on? What is going on? And everybody was thinking the exact same thing. I mean, you just don't trade your two superstars to the same team, you know? Um so I mean the whole Texans just need to fix their whole team, pretty much. That's just what they need to do. Um, who else was hired? Um, I'm sorry, I just I don't have any notes, you know, right in front of me. I'll be prepared next time, I promise. Um, but um, but yeah, definitely a lot of a uh, definitely a lot of um uh, interesting things gonna be happening, uh, next season. And uh, oh uh, yeah, that's right. The Bills' offensive coordinator got hired by. Oh, I can't remember who he got hired by. I literally just saw this thing like five minutes ago, um, about him. Um, but yeah, but he has uh, he has a head coaching job now. Um, so really excited about that. So here, hold on. I'm actually gonna go into the NFL page on on Instagram real quick, and I'm gonna go see all about that because i know which head coaches are there um but i forgot which ones are where you know because they're head coaches we know where they are but we don't really know where they are um that's right so levy smith is uh with the texans right so don't really expect a whole lot from him um like i mean i do expect a lot but you know it's the texans so we'll see um and then um the Dolphins got Mike McDaniel, the offensive coordinator from the 49ers. You know, I think he's, uh, I think uh, um, he could do a lot in Miami. You know, I like it because he he's he did a lot. He helped a lot. Uh, he helped uh, Kyle Shanahan a lot with the run, uh, with the run, uh, run offense and all that. So, you know. I do think that maybe maybe uh with him as head coach the Dolphins solidify a running back spot. Hopefully. Um 
to help Tua out with uh, with that pressure and help Jalen Waddle out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think the Dolphins coming up in the draft, they do need to have a running back, a tight end. Like you, you need weapons. You need everything at this point. Uh, so just just get whatever you can. Um, who else? Who else was there? Um, and Doug Peterson to the Jaguars. I mean, Jacksonville um, last season with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. And, and you know what the funny part is? As I was watching the football season this year, and people always are like, you know, you always hear the broadcasters and excuse me you always hear like the broadcasters and all of them you know talk about um you know these rookie quarterbacks and how great they can be and the talent that they have and blah 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 blah, and all that stuff that we hear every sunday right we never heard any of that with trevor lawrence we we haven't even we've seen two wins by trevor lawrence right but we really haven't seen anything else from him because we were so focused on Urban Meyer. So, I don't know. I think Doug Peterson, he likes to pass the ball a lot. So, we're going to see a lot of that, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see um, We'll see how Doug Peterson does. I think, I think the Jaguars, you know, it's not like a bright, bright future ahead. But... I mean, if Doug Peterson does the right things with Jacksonville, I think something could happen. I think, you know, the Jaguars could potentially um, get uh, get a few wins, and a few more wins next season. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's see. Who else? Um, I swear to God, I keep seeing all this stuff and I don't see anything, you know. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, so, you know, I'm very excited about the Super Bowl, of course, since I'm going to be going over there, um, so, yeah, so just, uh, you know, just keep listening to the locker room, you know, uh, tell your friends about it, uh, tell your friends about it, um, and then here's, here's the other thing, actually, um, I am looking for, uh, two other people to join me on this podcast, um, uh, I am in California. I'm going to be going to Arizona pretty soon for um, school. But, um, yeah, so if you're in either of those two states, um, you know, and you somehow find my Instagram or uh, my Snapchat or something like that, I'm going to make an Instagram about this. I'm going to make an Instagram account uh, for this. Um, so just, you know, if you're following, just wait for that. Uh, it'll be coming up soon, but yeah, um, so again, if you know a lot about football, you know, you're interested, you know, or you, or even if you simply want to learn about the sport, you know, maybe I'll have you come in here for like a guest speaker, you know, and see what you think about the game, right? Uh, from like a rookie's perspective, right? Because sometimes, you know, sometimes new fans, they have like different perspectives that none of us really think about. Um, but yeah, but anyway, um, so, you know, Super Bowl week, we're, we're really excited here in LA. Um, so other than that, we'll, uh, uh, post another podcast, uh, after the Super Bowl. So just, uh, wait for that.
All right. You guys have a good day.